This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an exciting new chapter, and I believe our final leg of the Emmanuel journey in this, our fifth season of The Worst Idea of All Time. Hello, my name is Tim Bat. Hello, Tim Bat. My name is Guy Montgomery, and together we have just watched Emmanuel Through Time, Rod Steele 0014, and Naked Agent 0069. Um, we that is a le- sitting ovation from me for this yeah. film. I we've am left, stoked. We've left behind the trail of fury and fruity debris that our um, can't even remember the name of that franchise. Eastern European Emmanuel Emmanuel two thousand was it? No, we're way past that. Uh, secret. Oh, wow! Don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Really impressive. Uh, and now we oh, are private collection. Private collection, and it should have been kept private. It shouldn't have been released to the public. But this, this light-hearted romp through a, a time-traveling blimp with a sort of ad hoc James Bond impression was a veritable delight. Was the blimp fuck powered? Hard to know. It did appear that the sort of, I, I guess that's the main power transmitter that they sort of people would fornicate around. And it did appear to blink up with lights and become more powerful the more that people fucked around it. I and, cannot speak highly enough of this movie. Um, I'm so excited because the person who wrote this film has written more for us to watch in this series. Yeah. And this was so fun. 
This it was the, great. It was immediately clear it was going to be fun because the opening titles were like really of its time, cheesy voiceover, like here's the situation, here are the stakes, here's Emmanuel, this is what they're doing. Basically, from what I could put together, Emmanuel is living in a blimp that the US military have and the more she masturbates, the more powerful it can time travel uh, to different different eras, different places. And um, in this, I actually was I was a touch confused because it felt like we'd entered the franchise past its introduction point. And yes. I, I did the research, and this is not the first in the Emmanuel Through Time franchise. Not that I think that's uh, too devastating, but um, this was made in 2012. It's sort of one of many of the Emmanuel Through Time films, and it is it's a romp. It features. A character. You have to na- drink every time Guy says romp from now on, dear listener. Mm, That's the okay. game. Romp. <laughs> you shouldn't imbue me with that sort of power. I'll romp through this podcast. Uh, well, I mean, it was just like, it was just a breath of fresh air. The dread that I felt before watching any of the previous Emmanuel films was so heavy. And within minutes, there were, there were laughs. Um, they were like really sort of, I don't know if self-aware is right, but like really corny production values and gags. And like, it was a movie that knew what it was. And it was fucking funny. It was legitimately really funny. It was genuinely too funny, uh, for a porno. Yeah, it was. Um, we had a bitchin' new theme song to really get us in the mood. We had special effects hot out the gate, you know, circa 2004 for a film made in 2012 we've got blimps everybody knows i love blimps what's yeah. better than an airship you can't too me? big too big to fail the blimp sort of also split the difference in its design between being a massive pair of knockers and a giant pair of balls so it was kind of both just this like double ballooned oval shaped blimp that would occasionally like travel through portals to to get our heroes to India or Egypt now, for reasons des- that are not entirely clear. Despite the fact that this is an Emmanuel through time movie, we spend most of our time and most of our uh, dialogue on Rod Steele, who is an established pornographic character in his own right, but portrayed by a different man to the man we see in this one, which is all the, that weird conversation they have at the end where yeah. I was going to say, of, it's, it all gets incredibly meta and self-referential at the end, and that is all referring to the fact that we're watching a character which exists in porno uh, canon, but a different person portraying him, and the guy's the actor's name is Donovan, which is how, why there's all of that. How deep have we found ourselves in the um, softcore pornography multiverse? When you when like there are crossover movies, crossover characters, and you know about them. Did you know about Rod Steele oh, no, before? I, no, I googled all of this. I was just like, I was like, man, the the quality of the jokes here suggests to me that there is stuff going on in this script that I don't fully have my head around. So I just started um, googling around and and found all of this stuff out. So this is like a this is Emmanuel through time was having a good a good you know a good run they were like we're having fun with the franchise again we're putting in jokes 
we're introducing new characters. What if we borrowed from whatever? What was the what is the um series that Rod Steele lives in? Rod Steele. That's the name of the franchise. Yeah, they, well, this yeah, I guess so. This is the name of the character. It's like at least, a so Clash of the so. Titans style softcore pornography. So Rod Steele and Emmanuel sort of team up and um, travel well, oh, through time and space. Also, probably the most important thing you have to know is that um, Robert Donovan, the actor portraying Rod Steele in this film, is doing a bad Sean Connery impersonation for the whole movie. Yeah, and it absolutely rocks and he's been given some great lines like at one point he kicks a guy and the guy's on the ground he said ain't that a kicker it's like yes yeah that was probably my favorite running gag through the entire film so emmanuel is dating a guy named william who's sort of this hapless handsome fella who you kind of want to see with his trousers down but you never get to and Rod Steele has, on their time-traveling mission, Rod Steele somehow has stumbled into their blimp. And everyone's like, who's this guy? And he's like, I'm Rod Steele, 0014. And every time William comes into the room, he just equalizes him. He just, like, hammers his neck. He kicks him. He puts him on the floor. And he's always like, don't startle me. <laughs> but it's like, it's just a very simple gag. They go back to time and again, and it works every time. It's admirable. Yeah. It's a lot yep. of fun. It was my shining light just seeing Robert Donovan, who is a man I would suggest is in his early 70s in this he looks film. old. Just karate chopping a fit, sexy 35-year-old multiple times in the flick. You're telling me that this guy Donovan did not play Rod Steele in the actual original franchise? No, there was a different guy playing Rod Steele. That Steel. is crazy. Why would you then introduce a 70-something-year-old to play an established character if it's not the original actor? I don't know. What I can tell you is that Rolf Kanifsky, who's the uh, writer of this and some of the other Emmanuels that we're going to be treated to soon, uh, so he's a predominantly a horror film writer, and his he has a shitload of credits. He's got on IMDb thirty three directing credits, six acting credits, five producer credits, and as of right now, seventy four films that he's written. The guy is a goddamn workhorse. Anything we've heard of? Apart from Emmanuel Through Time, Rod Steele 0014 and Naked Agent 0069? I would suggest not. Uh, just scanning through. No. 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 But that's fine. Yeah. He's probably not heard of us either. Exactly. Exactly. No harm, no foul there. Um, but it was just so nice to be in a safe pair of comedy hands for a while. There's a scene where um, 0014 has to go on a plane and he's been given all his gadgets. So, you know, if you've seen a Bond movie, you'll know this. There's always a sequence where he visits Q and gets his gadgets for that movie and, and they're always brand new and cool and different, somehow suited for, for that movie's tasks. And in this, <laughs> this his inventor dude... There's P, who's really smart, and then there's another guy who he decides to call P2, which is a great gag instead of going to Q. Um, and and P2 gives him a whole bunch of like deadly weapons that are hidden inside pens and stuff, and there's a sequence where he's getting on a plane and he has to declare them, and a guy from airport security is just very straight-faced like, yeah, you, you cannot take that laser on the plane. You cannot take that poisonous gas onto the plane. You cannot take that gun on. <laughs> 
And it's just like, he's such a great straight man to this very goofy Sean Connery impersonator. It's a, it's fucking fun, man. It is it is fun. I do. The more we talk about it, the more I realize we're probably trapped in a um a, an abusive cycle of having you know been starved for oxi- comedy oxygen from this previous Emmanuel franchise. That um, us loving this movie is not a recommendation. You watch it. It's oh like- fuck off! Just be in the moment, man. Let your guard down a little. Go watch My- this film. Okay. I, I just did, so I'm not going to watch it again. I was talking to the listener. Yeah, I know. I was being a prick. Uh, I, I, just, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm realizing now, Tim, that I'm, um, I'm tired. Yeah, fair enough. I am a bit too. But let me read you a review from Letterboxd on, okay. this, uh, on this film. Four and a half stars. This is Out of five. the event. Yeah. That's high. This is the Emmanuel Through Time series at its best. Colourful, joyous, funny, wickedly meta. Kanifsky is a master of the softcore comedy, and there are a few times he's done a better piece of work than this. Robert Donovan's Rod Steele character previously appeared in 1997's Balls of Thunder, also Mm. written and directed by Kanifsky. You don't need to have seen it. You do need to know it exists. The punchline the movie ends with is absolutely spectacular and a beautifully affectionate tribute to the long-running friendship and working relationship between Kanifsky and Donovan. Donovan, of course, is in particular wonderful, particularly wonderful form here. His mentoring of Jack is hilarious and there's such great chemistry between the two of them. Renee's brief appearance is also a highlight, but that tends always to be the case. You didn't write that. No, this is some... some person describing themselves as maths man maths is deep i mean i thought we were deep in the softcore multiverse but this motherfucker knows everything uh i it makes sense so the, the writer director of this emmanuel film i mean this is like you know this is mecca for a softcore director writer to be given the keys to not just the bond parody porn but also you know deep in its run, but an Emmanuel franchise. And to bring them together is like, that's James Gunn, you know, smashing Marvel and DC into one another. That yeah. is um, untold riches to play with. And, he, you know, he does he does his best with them. It's, it, is, it, off. it is like, it's, I- it is unmasturbatable movie watching. <laughs> like, it is too funny to come. Would you agree? I would agree. This was so not like a lot of porn, a bit of nudity, but there's not a ton of porn in this porno. Yeah. Can I get deep in the weeds on this Robert Donovan uh, actor though? Mm. What's your so word? on Robert Donovan's own IMDb page? Uh, this is this is his quote that he wrote, as in like remember me with this quote. No matter what level of success you achieve. Keep your feet on the ground and your head out of your ass. And the last line of this man's own IMDb page, the late, great Robert Donovan, who passed away a few years ago, he wrote this himself in third person, which rocks. Retirement is long away for Robert, and he has said he fully expects to work through lunch on the day of his funeral. How good is that? He did seem like a fun guy. 
He was the best yeah. actor in the movie. Like he was the most relaxed and secure within himself. He knew what he was bringing to the table. I feel like he was probably great to act against because you know that sort of calm presence can really imbue the people around him with confidence. Um, and it, it sounds like he was a like you know like so like he was passionate about pornography. And like also if we're talking about passion about pornography, Ron Jeremy, yeah, world world famous porn star, was in this movie. Like yeah. all all the stars are out tonight. Also important to say that this guy Donovan he didn't get he 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 generated a lot of the sex, but he didn't have sex at all. No, and I think that was for the best. Yes, he would train secret agents to prepare for being like his whole thing is: if you want to be a secret agent, the main thing you got to be able to do is seduce literally anyone, and fuck you got to fuck a lot like a maniac. So mm-hmm. anyone who expressed any interest in being a secret agent or him, he was like, oh, okay. And then he'd encourage them to have sex with whoever was handy. He wasn't into it. He, he was just watching. It was like the Patrick Stewart um, scene from Extras. Have you seen Extras? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Like, literally exactly like what Patrick Stewart describes in Extras. It was just an old guy going around in situations where he gets to see everyone be naked. <laughs> yeah the closest that we get to a sex scene with rod Steele is there's a bit where he gets shot in the shoulder and they're trying to remove the bullet but too much blood is coming out so the doctor says we've if only there was a way to lower his blood pressure to redirect the blood from his body into a different body part and then on cue a uh sexy buxom nurse and a low-cut top walks onto the scene, and he gets a big boner. Very tastefully done. We don't see anything uh, under the pants. We just see a nice little bit of simple special effects, little tent pop up. Oh, yeah. Little tent pop back down uh, when they take the bullet out. It's it, Actually, there was one other sex scene for him, kind of. He gets given a... Um, towards the end of the movie, he gets given a tool that can hypnotize anyone who looks at it for a matter of minutes. They'll do whatever you say. And he sort of very comically uses it on himself twice in a row. I say very comically. It didn't hit super hard, but, you know, the premise was there. And then he's out in the field and he's applying his technology and there's a woman showering and he's had to hide because he's broken into a house. And I actually wasn't very clear on the motivation for this at all. I don't know quite. Yeah, me neither. I lost like, the plot a little bit midway through. Yeah, t- towards the end of the movie when it was like, this is a char- the whole thing at the end of the movie is like this is a character from another movie and here's who that person is. Mm. Like it became very confusing but basically he breaks into a house there's a woman having a shower he hypnotizes them and then um massages her breasts. Is that right? Yep, sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> That's close to a sex scene. I was going deep on uh Robert Donovan's IMDb who I what hasten to add that? studied improv comedy under um, the apparently legendary Harvey, Lem- Harvey Lembeck uh, and uh. apparently was classmates with Robin Williams. Wow. We lost two legends too soon. Robert Donovan? And Robin Williams. Yeah. The two R's of um, improv comedy and dramatic acting. Yeah. Can I ask you, Tim? Yeah. When you see when you hear improv, do you assume it's mm. going to be comedy? Yes. When you see the I word do. improv? Yeah. 
I know this is an argument that you had with Chelsea. Um, and I've taken your side on this, but I also don't want you to pass that on to Chelsea. I shan't. And she Thank doesn't you. listen to this, so you need not worry. That's for we the are best. safe. Yeah. She doesn't listen to me and my boy Tim prattling on about pornography. It's, She's it's a co- the best, I think. conscientious objector. I was like, you'd love it. What do you want more than Tim and Guy talking about whether or not they got a boner this week? And she said, anything else. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Do you think this was the best we've watched in this season? Uh, up there with Emmanuel in space. It's all about where it lands in the franchise and... It's um, it's just night and day with, you know, the private collection. And so it really hit hard. Like, as soon as we were watching it, I was like, wow, I'm going to enjoy this. Mm. And I did. Do I think it's the best? No, because it lost a little cohesion at the end. It got a little bit too, and Robert Donovan will hate me saying this, up its own ass. Um, mm, he would have when it that. sort of when they were like, yeah, we're going to fold in the other movie French. Like, you know, how many people are watching multiple softcore porn franchises and hoping to see the universe, like, see them collide? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I actually think that audience is potentially quite big. I, I yeah. think this was, I think this was true fan service to a uh, a good sector of the community out Put there. Put a number on it. How many people do you think watch this and be like, "Wow, finally, Rod Steele and Emmanuel"? Tens of thousands, maybe not hundreds of thousands globally. I think there is a a, a small but fervent community who were hungry for this crossover and appreciated the meta references, not unlike maths on Letterboxd. Exactly. He's I mean, the representative I, I, of the community. I can't think. Maybe the first Emmanuel in space movie was better than that. When like Emmanuel's um, car break. No, when Hafron's car breaks down and he meets Emmanuel and like they're establishing the world of that, uh, you know, subset of the franchise and there's comedy. It wasn't as fun as this though. I think this was still more fun. 
The special effects stuff in this was really fun. The big blimp, the big time-traveling sex-powered blimp, uh, that's really fun. The f- it's also very self-referential, like outside of being a crossover episode of a softcore porno, uh, Emmanuel.tv is like written on the side of the blimp. Like the blimp is advertising Emmanuel, a website featuring Emmanuel, and there's a guy oh. who hosts a TV show about like the worst fake orgasms that take place in Emmanuel movies. There is also, in similar vein, a scene where they're choosing on the fly some aliases to protect their secret agent identities when they go into the kitty cat club. And uh, the actor, Robert Donovan, portraying Rod Steele, picks the name Donovan. And then Emmanuel is like, what a ridiculous alias. And he says, what do you mean? You've had many aliases over the years. Sylvia Cristal, Krista Allen, Holly Sampson. Just names all the previous Emanuels. This That's is cool. Great. Yeah, I yeah, like stuff is, like that. Some real that fourth nice. wall busting. They also did a lot of play around with my name, Guy Man. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think the central antagonist, the sort of villain central to the plot, which I don't fully understand, is a, is a guy called Guy Man. And there is one exchange with... It's a who's on first, and it fucking works. It's beautifully done. <laughs> so you I think might this- tr- I think I should put that in the episode. I don't know if I can. Um, I'll see if I can pull that off. Clip the audio. Yeah, yeah. You think this is the best Emmanuel we've seen? Uh, do you know the first one and maybe two Emmanuels are very good just as movies? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not comedy yeah. or anything, yeah. but as cinema, they're good. So I think I would go. Emmanuel 1, Emmanuel 2, and then Emmanuel through time, Emmanuel, uh, Rod Steele, 0014, and Naked Agent 69. Yeah. The whole Naked Agent 0069 gag, it, Look, it, is, he, it, it doesn't get old. They, at the end, they introduced the 0069 from the actual original Rod Steele franchise, and he's like, two 0069s, the possible configurations are endless. <laughs> there's a line in this because he's ranked as a colonel, uh, Rod Steele, and there's all these sexy, sexy uh, secret agents that he's training, and they dress him as colonel, and he says, do I look like a piece of uncooked popcorn? Then drop the colonel, would you? <laughs> it's good. I've been starved of this shit. Yeah. It is good. And it's like, I'm yeah, it goes- stuffing my face with... Uh, acceptably good comedy. Counterpoint, though. It is a balancing Mm -hmm. act. Some people watch these movies to masturbate, Tim. What do you say to them? They're furious, you know. Uh, Their turgid turgid penises are screaming out for more attention, but they're being too Mm. intellectually stimulated by the barrage of jokes. I'm not saying it would be want a cum-soaked fiesta, not a raucous romp. You'd, you'd, I'll put it this way: you would have to be quick about it. You would have to get your shit together, yeah, um, to masturbate to completion to this movie and because the the window of oppor- of opportunity is not open for long. And the thing is that to be that prepared, you'd almost need to be going at it on second watch. It's difficult to know when it's coming on first watch. That's true. You know how there's that website that lets you know uh, when you can go to the bathroom and you won't miss like a totally key part of the plot? No, I never I wonder heard about if, that. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I wonder if um, there's a website where they're like, this is where you start masturbating. Yeah. 
Pretty much, wasn't that um, Mr. Skin? Mr. Skin. No, Mr. Well, I guess it was. Yeah, I guess it was. Mr. Skin was like, this is when the person is naked, right? This is the frame when you can see Glenn Close's naked breasts. <laughs> oh, man. That was like a subplot in that Seth Rogen um, knocked up. Yeah. Yeah. They, what, were, they make, were trying to. They make were making their that website and then they found out that Mr. Skin exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, do you have any other like critiques of this movie apart from the fact that it might be a little bit difficult to masturbate to completion to? Number one, I have to jerk it to. Yeah. Number two, um, basically just the, 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 the ass falls out at the end. Oh, it, See, it, it, you say that, but like if we had got those references, man, I reckon it would have hit so hard. That's true. I just think... I'm looking forward to the Emmanuel in time. You know, like I was trying to withdraw last week and you said, no, we're nearly there. And you you were right. You were right to do that. Um, I think I would like, I, I'm looking forward to seeing one that is not a crossover, like is not, I uh, admire what they've done and I'm, you know, glad for everyone involved, but yeah, one that is purely Emmanuel because it did feel like that they were wedging two movies into one here. Um, like, I love the idea of a sex-powered, time-traveling, double-ballooned blimp as much yeah. as the next guy. I like the How fact that not? they got a student from a polytechnic to animate the blimp. Um, but I felt like as soon as Rod Steele got on the blimp, you know, we weren't going to get to follow the journey of the blimp. We were going to. Rod Steele was in charge, and I do just want to see. I want to see this movie or this franchise without Rod Steele. He was the best part of the movie as well. This is not, not to take anything away from him, but he diluted the focus of the blimp. I also think we're dealing with a good Emmanuel. Um, let me see who this actor is. I can't find her name right now. It's okay. It was Brittany something, I think. I'll get oh, it up for you. Someone else. Tell me what you thought, thought of her never- acting. Wait, let me make a double entendre on that. Um, thought you never would. Joy. Would. And, nice. and would was spelt with two O's, so now it's also about getting an erection. Yeah, dog. What do you think of her performance? Thought it was good. Wanted to see more of her. Just in terms of screen time, we saw her fully naked, so that's fine. Um, we got what was on the tin there. <laughs> Shout it from the rooftops, brother. I actually stumbled on an article which has a bit of a like chronological wander through the whole Emmanuel franchise. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just kind of looking for nuggets, but they're basically just name checking all of the films that have been made. Oh, and actually they've got a screenshot here of the video game. <clears throat> they've also got a reference to the carry on spinoff or addition, I guess. Unsuccessful edition. Um, but they do talk about Elaine. How do you say his last name? Soritsky. Soritsky, who passed away in 2014. So, what we're watching now, I believe to be his final entries into the, into, into the genre of film. These were his final work products. And it's so nice to see him end on something of a high. 
and a bit of a departure from his normal stuff because this isn't um what we're watching at the moment is not what we've been watching for years in terms of you know movies when they came out this is something really special and really different and after the absolute shit fest that was a manuel private collection we've earned this and i think elaine has as well well it's just nice it's sort of you know you can chart the ebbs and flues of flues the ebbs and flows of Elaine's um, spirit through the Emmanuel franchises. And I feel like maybe he was feeling quite brooding, pensive, reflective during the private collection. But you can see now he's accepted his own mortality. He's accepted the cyclical nature of life and the fact that we, um, of course, must all embrace the end of our time on this rock. And he said, well, if that's what it is, if life is but a handful of fleeting pornographic moments, I don't need to take myself so seriously. I can yeah. have fun. And when Elaine's having fun, there's a pretty high chance you're having fun too. When he's navel-gazing, when he's worrying about being faithful to the original vision of the Emmanuel franchise, while also folding in details of his lifestyle, the challenges he faces as a creative in Los Angeles, that's when you wind up with some daft, drab, boring ass movies but when he's like i am elaine saritsky well-known pornographer a man whose life is about to end i want my nephew to do the special effects on a blimp which is impossible to ascertain whether or not it's balls or tits and i want this blimp to be powered by the power of a woman masturbating and if i don't get it i'll die right now but that's what i want and he got it he got to die having seen his vision come to life. That's very sweet. I almost feel like we should end the episode right there because I am not 100% sure on the current status of our regular episode guests who tend to come in and make themselves known. I'm somewhat sure that the Boner Inspector has been barred for a time. I have something to say. Why, if that isn't George Lazenby. I understand you've watched some sort of born, borned, born, <clears throat> bond porn parody in my absence. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it was it was pretty good too. Was it erotic? It was erotic at times, but the bits involving the Bond knockoff weren't that erotic. Um, was he doing a Lazenby or a Connery accent? He was doing a Connery. Mm, uh, there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> you think he should have been doing... My voice. Sort of <laughs> British, Australian... Um... <laughs> hey, actually, George Lazenby, you're still alive. You could yeah. do this. I posted, I, on be... my, I posted on my Instagram yesterday encouraging people to get vaccinated. I have 11,000 oh. <laughs> followers. <laughs> Fuck, good for you, man. I think it yeah. would be incredible to um, – I mean, it's one thing to take the the idea of Bond and parody it and put it into the Emmanuel universe. It is something altogether different and deeper and more satisfying to see a man who has portrayed Bond officially get into the Emmanuel franchise. What, what do you think? Do you want to see a video of me fucking my wife? Not necessarily. <laughs> In fact, no, I don't. And I would suggest that you take a leaf out of the movie that Guy and I just watched 
book, which is that we had a sort of elder statesman of the porno featuring in, but not in any kind of naked way. Mm. Well, agree to disagree. I'll um, I'll mail it to you. I've got your mailing address. Oh, okay. You're going to send me the sex tape. I'll send you the video. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. All right. Um, She's all cool with it too, so you you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. She's the one making me. She's the one making me send it. Find it my way. It'll be just for us. But um, no. She's she's telling me to mail it to everyone I know. She's worried she's going to fuck me to death. Is that related to why she wants the video distributed? Yeah, I think she sort of thinks of it as our legacy. I see. Okay. I'm in my tuxedo for a lot of it. That's cool, man. But then I'm, be honest. Then I'm really not in the tuxedo at all. Uh, I've got no desire to sort of explore this, um, to get into the weeds of it with you. There's a scene where I put a gun up my asshole. Oh, God. Why do you do that? I don't know. I just was improvising. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, no bad ideas in an, in an improv, I think. That's the old saying. Anyway, I'll be going. Bye, George. Uh, not so bad this time, you got to say, guy. Yeah. He's on better behavior. I, I mean, I'm glad he did stop by because I couldn't help but feel like he would have been very excited by that movie. Yeah, definitely. Bringing together a few of the things he loves best. Yeah, indeed. Buddy, should we close it off there? I'd love to. I'm should so tired. This thing in their head? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite tired as well. And uh, look, all in all, three and three, three and three quarter stars from Timbo. Yeah, turgid time. I'd say half erect. So if you're rating it out of 10, five and a half. Um, not a bad day at the office. Not a bad day at the office. We'll see all of you next time. We'll see some of you in the Patreon. Um, where we're going to be watching something for the Deciders Club. And uh, stay safe and be nice to uh, me. 